The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Is Brooklyn in the house? Indeed they are. We're going to talk about a Hawks loss to the Brooklyn Nets. Going to break it down like only we can right now on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go, Bob. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, E-Dub. We are going to take you through the next 30 minutes of Atlanta Hawks basketball and beyond. Going to look at that schedule, that gauntlet that the Hawks are about to face. And uh, yeah, man. So thank you guys for checking us out wherever you are listening to the podcast. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Thanking you for uh, thank you for taking some time out of your schedule to hear what we have to say. So um, Hawks took on the Brooklyn Nets tonight. And uh, I tell you what, man, it was a competitive game for about uh, maybe about three quarters. Uh, <laughs> I want to get into the game, but I'm going to I'm going to wait into the second segment until we really break down the nuts and bolts of it. But. Um, the Hawks lose in Brooklyn to a final score of 117 to 108. Uh, high man for the Hawks was DeAndre Hunter. He had himself a game tonight. Um, six of six from three tonight, 10 of 11. Um, he was undoubtedly the Hawks' best player tonight. But going into the game, going into the game, um, <clears throat> just a few things that uh that were kind of noteworthy um trey and bogey were both on the injury report um now obviously they both played and john was on the injury report it was it was kind of weird seeing all three of those guys i wasn't aware um any of them were dealing with any ailments but that's kind of the life of the nba right 
So Trey and Bogey were both listed as probable. Uh, Trey had a knee, Bogey had a back, John was questionable with the foot, but of course they all played. On Brooklyn's side, the only person they were without was, of course, Kyrie Irving, um, <laughs> the un- <laughs> the unvaccinated Kyrie Irving, and uh, Nick Claxton. So um, they pretty much had a full squad um, on their side of the ball as well. But if you're into um, uh, the money line, the money line said Nets by five. And I tell you what. I got a shout out to everybody on Twitter. And if you're on Twitter, make sure you're following the Hawks beat, right? Um, I got a shout out to everybody on Twitter that came through. We did a little pregame um, Twitter spaces. Me and my guy Malik from Peachtree Hoops chopped it up a little bit before game time. And I got to say, man, Twitter spaces are pretty dope. It was my first time doing it. And I said, you know, I want to try this thing out. Figured I'd uh, hit my guy up to say, yo, why don't you hop in here with me? We'll talk a little Hawks in Brooklyn before the game and we'll see what pops up. So we had some folks chime in. I mean, not some folks chime in, but some folks listen. And um, it was pretty cool, man. So thank you guys for all who who came through. Uh, I might incorporate that a little bit more uh, into what we're doing at the Hawks beat, man. But. Uh, shout out to everyone that came through on the Hawks Twitter spaces today, man. That was really dope. Um, so, yeah, um, Hawks in Brooklyn today. And um, going into the game, I really thought the Hawks were going. Uh, I, the Hawks do good when they have these national TV games, these big games, because if nothing else, Trey gets up for these games. Uh, Trey really likes the limelight. He really likes playing in New York. And, uh, I mean, early on, at least, <laughs> things were going really well for the guy. Um, as far as the Brooklyn Nets are concerned, they had been, a lot of people have been saying they've been having issues scoring the ball. And they're definitely not scoring at a rate that most people thought that they would be scoring at. I think they're like 19th or 20th in the league. Um, the Hawks are kind of like right there with them. I think they're like 17. So, listen. It's still early in the season. Both teams are still working out the kinks. Uh, They both played eight games. So I would hope that what this team looks like eight eight games in is not what it looks like 28 games in or 38 games in. You know that you're going to see improvement. And so it's, it's tough not to make sweeping judgments out of, you know, these first games and you haven't even hit game 10 yet. <laughs> um, just a bit of news before we get into um, the nuts and bolts of what we're going to be talking about tonight. Um, the Hawks just released something um, to the media tonight saying that the Hawks are going to honor the Atlanta Braves. Yes, the world champion Atlanta Braves uh, tomorrow night on their uh, their 404 uh, their forever 404 night game. Um, the, if you want to read more about it, check out our website at www.thehawksbeat.com. That's the Hawks beat. That's don't forget the, the, <laughs> the Hawks beat.com. And, uh, basically they're going to, um, I don't know exactly what they're going to do to probably have some of the guys at the game. I imagine that, you know, they'll probably do a video montage or something. 
they're going to do something for the Braves at the next Hawks home game. So looking forward to it. It's going to be crazy. Like this is a crazy back-to-back, right? How do you have a back-to-back when you're on the road? Like you're, you're on the road, you go home, and then you got to play Utah at your crib. That's just crazy. I don't know if somebody from Philly made this this um <laughs> this schedule, but uh, it's crazy, man. It really is crazy. But, hey, all you can do is play the games in front of you, right? All you can do is play the games in front of you. So um, the Hawks 404 uh, night, I'm sure you've seen the alternate jerseys that they're going to debut. I like them, man. I mean, they're very, I find them very creative. Uh, I like the spread Eagle Hawk on the jest, you know, um, elements from all of the Hawks era. So uh, I can dig it, man. I really can dig it. So uh, I'm looking for, and I think they're going to redo the court too. So hopefully I can get down there early and get a couple shots of the court. And uh, I think it's going to be pretty dope, man. It's going to be pretty dope. So with the 404 night and with the Braves in the building, hopefully the Hawks will have some energy to take on a very good Utah Jazz team. So we will see. Um, In other Hawks news, I'm not sure how many of you guys are podcast junkies like myself. Uh, Not only do I have a podcast, but I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, one of the ones I listen to is uh, Woj, the Woj Pod. Uh, our guy, John Collins, was on the Woj Pod, had a very good interview, a very good interview uh, with Woj. Talked about everything from his time with the Hawks and going through those rebuilding years and being on teams with guys who are just kind of expiring contracts to uh, the money situation when you know he turned down the Hawks' money and to be honest, I found that part so uh, interesting. I found it so interesting because talking about when he turned down the Hawks' initial offer of like 95, whatever that whatever that number was, he was like, I didn't I didn't worry at all about the moment. Like I wasn't I wasn't scared. I wasn't like, oh, man, what's going to happen? And I was just like, I thought it was so dope of him to say that because my guy knew his worth. Right. He knew his worth and he was like, look, I know how much I'm worth. I mean, you may not know, but I know. And if you don't give this to me, I know somebody will. (laughs) So salute to John. He played and bet on himself and he won. (laughs) He won. So salute to him for getting that bag. If you have a chance, make sure you swing by and check out the Woj pod with John Collins. It's the latest one. And, uh, yeah, man, make sure y'all check that out. So, um, as far as any other pressing news, it's, it's tough to see any pressing news because everything's been dominated by the Braves, right? <laughs> the Braves and, and most notably so, man, the world champions again, salute to all the Braves and all the Braves fans. Um, I grew up a Braves fan before, you know, the Rays came to Tampa, I used to pull for the Braves. I used to pull for Dion, Otis Nixon, David Justice, Ron Gant, all them guys. I pulled for them cats. So, not necessarily a Braves fan. I'm not going to say I, I'm a, you know, I, I didn't mind seeing them win. I was happy for them, happy for the city, 
happy for Braves fans, you know. I don't hate them, right? Like I hate the I hate the Yankees. I hate the Red Sox. Those are the teams I hate. <laughs> I don't hate the Braves. I like the Braves. And if there's anything such as a number two team, I would probably say the 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 Braves are indeed that. So um Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick little break. Then we're going to dive into this game, man. We're going to dive into it. We're going to look at the numbers, say what the number tells us. And we're going to see, uh, you know, what we saw out of the game. So you're listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, E-Dub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry ships straight to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. So if you are looking for some custom bracelets or necklaces, go see our guy Jonathan at TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Again, that's TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Tell him the Hawksbeat sent you. You'll be happy you did. This segment is brought to you by Dow Family Wellness. The official chiropractor of the Hawks Beat Podcast. If you are experiencing any type of back pain, neck pain, or pain pain, go see our guy, Dr. Rick. Ask him about the Hawks Beat special, which includes a consultation, digital scans, and an adjustment for just $37. Just tell him E-Dub from the Hawks Beat sent you. That's Dow Family Wellness. Check out their banner at thehawksbeat.com or call Dr. Rick, 470-395-3478. That's 470-395-3478. Visit Dow Family Wellness. Tell them Hugs Beat Center. All right, folks, we are back. Hawks Beat Podcast, episode 13 of season 8. I'm your host, E-Dub, taking you through this journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. Hawks fall tonight in Brooklyn, 117-118. to 118. Let's get going. Let's get let's, let's let's just jump into it. Let's just jump into it. And then we're not going to step our toe into it. We're going to jump into it. I thought the first quarter, the Hawks had some good energy. Good energy. And even though the Nets outscored them 28-35, to 35, um, I thought they were in a good place. I thought they were in a good place. Um, on uh, DeAndre Hunter was he got his first shot at KD. Uh, Trey Young got he he got going off the bat, man. Eleven points. Uh, he he assisted or or scored on like the first eighteen points of the game. Um, I thought they got off to a good start. Um, from the outset, though, I I noticed that Brooklyn's bench. Seemed to be a little bit more dynamic. Seemed to be a little bit more dynamic. And one thing the Hawks are starting to, I don't know, something that is cause for concern is how they are ending out quarters. Um, The Hawks ended, um, not the Hawks, Brooklyn. They ended the quarter on a 17-4 run. And that was with, I mean, that's not their starters. That's like their bench guys, their fringe bench guys and, I think maybe KD was out there. Um, let me see. Did, did he play the full? full uh, yeah, so that, KD was out there. But um, it was like KD with Patty Mills, LaMarcus Aldridge, DeAndre Bimery. Shout out to our old friend, DeAndre Bimery. Uh, he used to play for the Hawks. 
Uh, Aldridge came in and had eight points in that first quarter, man, off the bench. So I thought, not just in the first quarter, I thought their bench was more dynamic um, the whole game. And as we go throughout it, I, I thought the turning point of the game was when their bench was up against the Hawks bench, to be honest with you. Now, that's not just the one thing that made the Hawks lose, but it was a pretty big thing. <laughs> it was a pretty big thing, man. Um, second quarter, I thought the Hawks played much better. I thought the Hawks played much better defensively um, that second quarter. Holding Brooklyn to only 9 of 23 shooting. Uh, DeAndre Hunter gets going in the second quarter. And Kevin Herter, welcome back to to season 2021-22, Kevin Herter. Uh, He goes 4 for 4. DeAndre Hunter goes 4 for 4 in the quarter. And the team of them, I mean, between the both of them, they team up for 20 points. And so it was good to see Kevin get back into the swing of things, get into the cup, seeing some easy buckets fall, you know, and, and that's what you need to do when you're in a slump. Take it to the hole, see if you can get fouled, maybe get some free throws or whatever. But um, I, I really liked what I saw out of Kevin Herter in that second quarter. Um and DeAndre Hunter, it was kind of he was just kind of get going. It was it was he was kind of just getting going. <laughs> he was just getting going. But um, yeah, I mean, so second quarter Hawks outscored the Nets thirty-one to twenty-six. Um, as far as um, <clears throat> what are the notes that I have on there? Uh, Joe Harris, <laughs> yeah, that man was a money man. <laughs> that man was automatic. Uh, Joe Harris had nine points in that second quarter. And let's see, by halftime, Joe Harris had 15 points on five or six shooting. And by five or six shooting, I mean five or six threes. That brother, man, he can shoot the basketball. And it, it, it wasn't like it was getting a lot of shots that were contested. Like, he always just found himself wide open. Now, I don't know if that is a reflection of the Hawks' defense and uh, not getting back in transition, them getting mixed up on the switches. But for whatever the case, whatever Brooklyn was doing, Joe Harris was getting wide open looks. And that's not good. That's not good for the Hawks. And, uh, yeah, it just wasn't good. It wasn't good. Um, But at halftime, Brooklyn's only got a two-point lead. You have to feel good about yourself, right? Um, you have to, you, you have to, you mean you're in Brooklyn, you're only down by two. You're giving yourself more than a puncher's chance. However, um, on the Brooklyn side, it was obvious and the commentators, uh, shout out to my girl, Doris. Y'all know, listen, listen, if y'all listen to the podcast, y'all know, I love me some Doris Burke. I love me some Doris Burke. Oh my gosh. So glad she was doing the game tonight. <clears throat> but um, they were just talking about James Harden and how he just hasn't been himself for whatever reason. I don't know. I'm not going to speculate on whether he's in shape or he's he's dealing with the hamstring or whatever. But I'll tell you what. At halftime, James Harden had three points. Second half, I thought that he was really good. He may not have been 
elite scoring the ball, but as far as controlling the pace, as far as dishing out assist, that's what James Harden does, man. Making big shots, that's what James Harden did tonight. Um, he didn't he didn't light anyone on fire by any means. And you know what helps? Having Kevin Durant on your team. <laughs> oh yeah. Let, let let's not forget the Brooklyn Nets have a guy named Kevin Durant, and he's pretty daggone good at the game of basketball. So <clears throat> you go into the half. Kevin Durant's got 16. Joe Harris has 15. LaMarcus has 10 off the bench. And for the Hawks, you got Dre Hunter with 17, Trey with 11. And outside of that, you got Kevin Herter with his 11. Only problem was come third quarter, and I'll tell you what, what, what a tide changed for me. Third quarter, the Brooklyn Nets outscored the Hawks 20 to 34. So they outscored them by 14. Um, the last two minutes of the third quarter, I thought was probably the deciding point in the game. Nate went to a lineup of Lou Will, Kev, Kevin Herter, Cam Reddish, John Collins, and. Uh, yeah, that was the five. No, and uh, Gallinari. So he had a, le- a a lineup of Lou, Kev, Cam, JC, and uh, Gallinari. And that lineup got smoked. Oh, my God. They couldn't score the ball. They couldn't stop. And in the last, un- it was under two minutes. I want to say maybe a minute and 45 seconds. Brooklyn went on a 20-4 to four run. So, less than two minutes. They're only down by four. 79-83. It's two minutes left. So, you figure, okay, yeah. Like, even if they do score a couple points, it ain't going to be that bad. Nah. Nah, it was that bad. They go from 79-83 to to the quarter ends, and the score is 79-95. to <laughs> Like, do you see? Like, I, and to me, like, that just sucked all of the air out of the Hawks. Was it over? No, it wasn't over because you still got to play the fourth quarter. But you just gave up a 20 to 4 run in under 2 minutes and just a really bad stretch of basketball. Terrible stretch of basketball. And some people will question, "Hey, well why didn't you call a timeout? Why don't you get some of those guys out of there?" I'm going to tell you to you like this, man. I've been covering the Hawks. This is my eighth year. I've been watching basketball a long time. And sometimes coaches, this is my third this is my third Hawks coach covering. This was a criticism that folks used to criticize Bud for. They used to criticize Coach Pierce for. And I imagine that Nate is probably going to get some criticism for this, for keeping those guys in there while they are getting run out the building. I think sometimes coaches just get locked in and it's just like, yo, that's 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 what it is. You know, I'm going to go with these guys and if they get ran, they get ran. You know, again, coaches play who they're comfortable with. You, I, I, I wonder why we didn't see DeLon Wright, especially after Lou Will. He didn't really have um, he didn't really have anything going tonight. I thought Lou Will was was borderline terrible tonight. And that's not you know, being no shade to Lou. I mean, look, I mean. You playing all these games. Sometimes you're going to have a bad game. I thought he had a bad game tonight. I would have gone with DeLon, especially in the second half. I don't know why. Uh, well, I do I do know why. I just told you why. But 
um, yeah, I, I personally, I personally would have liked to have seen uh, DeLon Wright out there. That's why he brought him here. I mean, that's why he brought him here to get that help when Trey's not out there. And, I mean, no disrespect to Lou, but Lou will get you a game, but he'll also cost you a game because he don't play no defense. But, yeah, so now you're going into the fourth quarter down 79 to 95. They're feeling good about themselves. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's, 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 it's a lot to have to, to dig out of a hole. Now you're having to dig a hole, dig yourself out of a hole in Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, and the other team has a guy named Kevin Durant. But here's the thing. In the fourth quarter, it wasn't even about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant only scored one point in the final quarter. You know who killed y'all? James Harden. James Harden went to work. Ten points in that quarter. Hit some huge shots. Potty Mills comes up. He hit some big shots. And at the end of the day, it was just like, I don't think the Hawks ever recovered from that 20-4 to run. I just I just don't think they recovered. Um they outscored the Brooklyn Nets in the final quarter, but by then it was it was just kind of a wrap, you know. It was kind of a wrap. The starters played about 8 or 9 minutes in that last quarter. Uh let's see. Trey played 9 minutes. Uh he was 1 of 6 in that fourth quarter. I thought Trey after that good first quarter that he had, I thought he really cooled down. I didn't think he ever really got into a groove. And here's the thing. Like you can't do that <laughs> against Brooklyn because they have a guy named Kevin Durant. And yes, their star was bigger than our star. Their star was, was bigger and better than our star tonight. And some nights it's just going to be like that. You know, he's Kevin Durant, you know, that's, that's what he is. That that's what it does, you know? So you just really have to take your hat off to Brooklyn uh, they they made the plays. They're a good basketball team. They're going to be. They're, I still believe they're a really good basketball team, even though they're not scoring at the rate that people um, expect them to be scoring at. Um, when I look at the um, the game stats, as far as like from a team standpoint, um, there's not much to me that is like a big discrepancy. Um, they shot the ball better. You know, they shot 48% to your 43. Uh, they shot the ball better from three, 45 to 37. Um, you are rebounded them, but, I mean, and they had 34 assists. I mean, they were moving the ball, and that shows a lot about the type of offense they were running tonight. I thought they got key contributions from all of their bench guys. DeAndre, I was about to say DeAndre Hunter. Uh, our, our, our old buddy DeAndre Bimry. Got in there and gave him some good minutes. LaMarcus Aldridge, Patty Mills, even Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap only played twelve minutes, but I thought he gave him. I thought he gave him good minutes. So before the game, I'm talking to Malik on our Twitter on our Twitter Spaces, and I'm like, "Look, if the Hawks gonna win, you're gonna have to, you're gonna need all the Hawks and double figures, all the starters, and you're gonna need at least uh, two guys off the bench, probably Cam and Gall- Gallinari in double figures." And they didn't have that. You know who did have them two guys in double figures? The Brooklyn Nets. Uh, Patty Mills went for 14. LaMarcus Jodridge went for 10 off the bench. That's 24 points. Hodgman's scoring wasn't good at all tonight. Uh, Cam Reddish, I didn't think he was very good. Two points. Uh, Kevin was good. But, um, you know, 
he had 16. Uh, Gallo, I didn't think he was that good. Lou Will was one of six. Gorgie Dang only played three minutes because they went to a lot of lineups with John Collins at center. So um, they played small for, for in, in, in stretches. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't necessarily question that. You know, I, I think he's playing. I think he's playing the matchups. So I don't I don't question him that much on tonight's matchup. So, um, I mean, I don't question him as far as the rotations are concerned. That's what I mean. Um, but I mean, that, that, that's pretty much it, man. The story, the story tells it all, man. They shot better and they defended better. They had more energy and you got more from your bench case closed. You know, I don't, I don't really know, um, what else to say, what else to break down, but, um, Brooklyn gets the win one seventeen to one Oh, one Oh eight. They moved to five, five and three. The Hawks moved to four and four and have a back to back with the Utah jazz. So, um, we're going to take a quick little break on the other side. We are going to get into some fan feedback. Uh, see if we can find some quotes from uh, Nate McMillan and the guys after the game. Look at the schedule, and uh, we'll tell you what's ahead as far as the Atlanta Hawks are concerned. You're listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode 13 of season 8. I'm your host, Edub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped. Hey guys, what's up? It's Edub. I know you guys have heard our Manscaped read by now, and I'm here to tell you, listen, it's not too late to get that below-the-belt trim that some of you are in desperately need of. Listen, Manscaped not only has top-of-the-line waterproof trimmers to keep the hedges nice and clean, but they also have boxers, lotions, colognes, have you feeling and smelling so fresh and so clean so head over to manscaped.com use our promo code hawksbeat for 20 percent off your entire order and free shipping once again that promo code is hawksbeat for 20 percent off and free shipping she'll be glad you did All right, folks, third and final segment here in the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode 13. I'm your host, E-Dub, talking about a Hawks loss to the Brooklyn Nets tonight. Um, it pretty much came down to they had Kevin Durant and James Harden, and uh, I thought their bench was uh, uh, I thought their bench was special. They were just better than the Hawks bench. And you put all those factors together, and uh, Brooklyn's going to get a W, man. They're going to get a W. Um, as far as um, quotes, I didn't see much about from Nate McMillan after tonight's game. Uh, Sarah Spencer has a quote from, from uh, Nate after the game, and he said this. He said, they punished us with our quick shots and our turnovers. It's going to be hard to beat any team when you're giving up that many easy points. So, uh, looking at the turnover numbers for the Atlanta Hawks, um, I did see that as a point of concern. But you had 14 and they had 16. So um, it's, it's I don't know. Like, I mean, it definitely was an issue. Because watching it, I actually thought they had more than 14. Like, <laughs> and they had some bad turnovers. Like, you cut them joints in half. And I tell you what, man, you might win this game, right? Um, 
they just had some bad ones, some silly ones. Um, but yeah, you definitely don't want to have those types of turnovers. And Nate didn't sound too happy about those. Um, I thought he did mention quick shots. I did think that they, I did think that they settled for a lot of those shots. Um, the previous game, we saw a lot of, you know, touching the paint and then dish or touching the paint and then make a bucket. I didn't see that tonight. I didn't get that feeling tonight. I thought they tried to jump shoot themselves back into the game. And nine times nine times out of ten, uh, you're not going to make that happen. You're just not going to make that happen. So let's go and get some fan feedback. Fan feedback. Fan feedback. <laughs> All right, so after each game, if you're new to the podcast, I ask two questions after each Hawks game. What were your thoughts, takeaways after the game, and who was your player of the game? And most folks, uh, it's pretty unanimous, pretty unanimous, but let me go by and read some of um, some of the people who uh, tweeted us tonight with their player of the game. Let's see, Thrash J. Let's see, uh, yeah, that's that's her. Her Twitter name is Thrasher in Thrasher Nature with an eight. Yeah, interesting name, interesting name. Anyway, she says that Dre was definitely player of the game. Was it just me, or were we playing at a snail's pace? Um, yeah, I did think the pace was a little slow. I thought I thought it would I thought it should have been a little faster, but. Good observation. Um, let's see. Our guy Joshua Fletcher said DeAndre Hunter ain't scared of nobody. No, he's not. Our guy ATL Ramasaki said Dre. He said I love his smile when he's on a good rhythm. Yeah, he was. He had to go in tonight. He was cooking, and you know he, he flashing a smile, talking a little trash. You know, big up to that young man. Um, let's see. Let's read one more. J. F. Sutton Jr. On Twitter, he says, you already know, my boy, uh, 100% from three, 26 buckets and harass whoever he guarded. Hunter is true to Atlanta. Then he posted a picture of Dre Day with DeAndre Hunter <laughs> in the front. Uh, I lied, 1990s, uh, 1992, the Chronic album uh, record, uh, you know, the the, the Chronic CD cover with uh, Dr. Dre. So some of y'all are too young to get that reference, but it's all good. So let's take a look and see where do the Hawks go from here. And I tell you, these next seven games are a gauntlet. Do you hear me? They are a gauntlet. Um, as if it if it wasn't enough for them to play in Brooklyn, uh, they got a back to back with Utah. On tomorrow, we plan to be in the building, checking out that game, 404 night, and uh, should be a, a good time. Then they go on the road for one, two, three, four straight games out west, Phoenix, Golden State, Utah, and Denver. All playoff teams, all top tier teams in the west, only to come back and play the world champs on Sunday. <laughs> November the 14th. They don't get a break. And the crazy thing is, they get a break the next night. But here's the thing. You still playing on a... Ooh, that was a pass. They still playing on a back-to-back. So, yes, you're going to play the Magic. 
but you got to get them on the back-to-back. The schedule makers did the Hawks no favorites. No favorites at all. So, yeah. Um, tough loss for the Hawks tonight, but all is not over. Not even 10 games into the season. Everybody has some things to working out. Everybody. And uh, I think they'll get it done. I think they'll get it done, and uh, we will see. So, like we always say, End of every podcast. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.